Welcome to episode 54 of Behind the Mission, a show that sparks conversations with Sycamore Trust partners and educational experts. My name is Dwayne France, and each week I'll be having conversations with podcast guests that will equip you with tools and resources to effectively engage with and support military service members, veterans, and their families. You can find the show on all the podcast players or by going to sycamore.org forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us on Behind the Mission. Our work and mission are supported by the generous partnerships and sponsors who also believe that education changes lives. This episode is brought to you by PsychArmor, the premier education and learning ecosystem specializing in military cultural content. PsychArmor offers an online e-learning laboratory that's free to individual learners as well as custom training options for organizations. You can find more about PsychArmor at psycharmor.org. On today's episode, I'm having a conversation with Josie Beats, the Senior Vice President of Advancement for United Through Reading, a 30-year-old organization that connects military families who are separated for deployment or military assignment by providing the bonding experience of shared story time. Josie has more than 12 years of experience in the nonprofit and public sectors. Before joining the staff, she served UTR as Vice Chair of the United Through Reading Board of Trustees. Josie is an attorney, an Army spouse, and mom to two insatiable readers. In 2013, Josie discovered United Through Reading when her spouse was deployed to Afghanistan. You can find out more about Josie by checking out her bio on our show notes. Let's get into my conversation with her and come back afterwards to talk about some of the key points. On the show, we love to highlight the work that's being done by great organizations that support service members, veterans, and their families. And the mission of United Through Reading is definitely crossing all of those sectors in the military affiliate community. What I'm interested in hearing about is the story behind the mission, why working with United Through Reading is important to you and how you got involved with it. Absolutely. So I'm an Army spouse. My husband and I have been married since 2008. In 2013, he deployed out of the 101st. I'm out of Fort Campbell. I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and it was a whole new Army experience for us, a deployment time apart with two little ones at home. And so I ended up finding out that there was a United Through Reading story station at the FOB that he was deployed to. And what that meant was he could go into basically what was a slightly larger than a closet type of space, (laughs) record a video of himself reading a book to our children, and then send that book and the recording home to us. And I thought, what a great way to connect. He was always doing story time at night at home. And so this is a great way for us to keep up that routine. I told him about it and we didn't talk about it again ever. Just three weeks later, a book and a DVD showed up in the mail and we wore that sucker out. We watched it every night. It was part of our routine. It was 20 minutes at night where I was not in charge of parenting, which was fantastic. I knew of United Through Reading through that. We, we then subsequently PCS to DC. I met some folks and I met the team at United Through Reading. They were looking to add to their board. And so I joined their board. Sometimes when you get excited about a topic, you end up doing crazy things like being on the board of, of things that you're passionate about. So I served on the board of United Through Reading for three years, helping do all the things that you do when you're on a board, help the strategic direction, talk about the mission, encourage folks to use the program. And then had the opportunity to move over to the staff side to work as the senior vice president of advancement. So running marketing, communications, and fundraising for the organization. I tell folks, I get to talk about how families can connect through reading. 
all day. It is the dream job. And so that is what brought me to United Through Reading. UTR is a 30-year-old organization. We started on the piers of San Diego, a military spouse, problem solvers we are, saw that when her husband came home from a long deployment on the ship, their 18-month-old did not recognize him and was like, who is this stranger who is now living in our home, mom? And of course, that broke everyone's hearts. And I think everyone can feel how much that can just break the heart of the military member and the spouse and the family. So she started recording the sailors as they went on the ship, reading a book, and then taking that big old VHS tape and the book home to the families. 32 years later, United Through Reading does essentially the same thing. We focus on connection and we focus on literacy. Our technology has changed slightly. We no longer use the giant camcorders and the big brick tapes. We have SD cards that we send out on the ships with tablets. And we also have a mobile reading app that families can download from their favorite app store and download and start reading together today. Having been in that situation in Iraq and Afghanistan and wanting to connect with family, we'll talk a little bit about that. But you talk about how it wasn't just beneficial for your children that they got to hear dad reading the story. It was beneficial for you that you were able to put something on and get a 20-minute respite, but it was also beneficial for him because he got to go in this slightly larger than a closet. I mean, this was a break for him from his deployment duties, which is just as critical as a break for you in your parenting duties, that it was really supportive for everyone. That's such an important point. And we hear about this from our service members, even today when, you know, folks aren't necessarily going out in large scale on combat deployments right now. We still have folks that are deploying all the time. So I don't, I'm not discounting that, but it's so important to be able to step away from the, the military side of stuff for the service member and not really take a knee, but just connect back home and remember your why about why you're doing this. And remember that there, there is a support system back home that's thinking about me. We hear that all the time from our folks. I mean, we are actually releasing a podcast of our own limited series podcast, just three episodes, but talking about reading routines. And one of our service member participants in the podcast talks about he organized a United Through Reading story station on his ship. And he got a bosun's mate set up to do his recording. And he talks about how he's this big burly guy with fists the size of my head. And then he closes the door and is sitting outside doing his work while he's recording a story in there and can hear this big, giant weapon of America use his little princess voice. Yeah, doing all the voices, right? Yeah, I, I can imagine it. Yeah, so it is it is so important, and it is such a benefit to the service members. We, we hear that all the time, and it really makes our hearts sing because we do talk about the benefit to kids a lot, right? Because our military kids are our focus. But gosh, that positive experience for service members is so important too. And, and again, a positive experience for the spouses, right? This is definitely during the height of the deployments. We talk about the changes in military families, but you go from a dual parent to a single parent situation just because that's the way deployment life is. You're the mom, you're the dad, you're the plumber, you're the the everything. And then for the military spouse, 
One, you have this feeling of your big burly weapon of America doing all the princess voices, and that's amusing to you. But there's the respite on the, the, the side of the military spouses that gives them a break. Yeah, you know, our families, our spouses do the heavy lifting back home. And so having any type of connection or respite is super important. Also, I think that we can't discount, we, we don't talk about it maybe as much as we should, but it's also comfort to that spouse to see and hear their service member in a safe place talking in a way that is kid appropriate, kid fun, that you don't necessarily get when you're doing those calls from a forward location where it's really like all business and you're not necessarily connecting on that personal level as much as you'd like to. It's really a benefit to the wellness of the spouse to, to see their service member safe as well. Yeah, I, I can imagine that. I think, and especially over the last 20 years, the increase in the frequency of the deployments also coincided with that increase in connectivity. I served in the, the mid to early 90s, in the early part of when UTR had started. I was in Bosnia and, and I wasn't married at the time, but I was writing letters to my mother and my sisters. I was, maybe I had a phone call, but it there was no, even as recently, so to speak, as 30 years ago, there was nowhere near the almost instantaneous connectivity that we had in the 2000s, especially the late 2000s and the teens. And it can be both beneficial and detrimental, as you were just talking about. There were times where the wife's like, what is going on in the background? And I'm like, one, I can't tell you. And two, I need to go. But how have you seen the use of technology and that frequency of communication change how UTR connects families over the last 15, 20 years? The prevalence of Skype and FaceTime and all those sorts of things are just such a a huge benefit to our modern military family to be able to see your service member. There's those positives and there's those negatives where, you know, I remember a particular time when my husband was on that same Afghanistan deployment while I had the three-year-old, the one-year-old, it was Christmas And he was Skyping us from the MWR center there. And you could hear things happening. And he said exactly what you said. I got to go. And then when he came back, he was in like the full, he had his helmet and the full battle rattle, (laughs) which it was great to see him. But the kids were like, why are you wearing all this stuff now? You know, lots of questions came up. So Skype's a double-edged sword. I also had a three-year-old and a one-year-old. They didn't really interact very well on Skype. It's hard to have a conversation. And maybe kids are a little bit better about that now. That was eight, nine years ago. But the benefit of United Through Reading compared to something like Skype, it is mommy and daddy on demand. And so whenever you need to hear that voice, you can play that video on your mobile device. You can pop that DVD in. You can watch that video on your computer. Even if mom and dad aren't available, we hear spouses now who have service members who go on frequent TDYs, for example, and their kids will want to watch videos of daddy during the day because they just miss him. And those, so those are things that we offer at United Through Reading. We also are really specific about how we use reading to connect rather than just conversation to connect and the importance of reading in supporting the educational development of military kids. We know good reading skills have outsized positive impacts on your educational learning lifelong. And so we really are working hard to educate military families on why reading as a family together, both as a routine and then using United Through Reading to keep that routine going when your military duty takes you away is so important to maintaining military family readiness. 
And also it's good family development. It's good child development, right? This is good psychology. Your one-year-old likely didn't remember daddy reading the stories unless you're watching the videos many years later because pre-verbal memory is not fully formed. But the attachment that a parent has with their child is very critical at that time. And then again, like you were saying, Kids with books in the home have better educational outcomes later on down the road. I was a first-generation college student. Many service members are not necessarily had that growing up. And so we know the military is a way to step things up educationally, socioeconomically, but this is a way to pass that along to the next generation. Absolutely. Even today, you know, there's always going to be something to do other than reading together. We have some anecdotal information. We talk to folks. They're like, we sit down at night. We watch YouTube videos together. And we're like, I'm glad you're spending time together. So fantastic. But let's talk about why reading is important and why those connections, discovering characters together through books, discovering new adventures through books is so important to maintaining that family unit and that that connection between folks. No, and I, I think it's very critical. Again, as my kids were in kindergarten and first grade when I started to deploy and they were approaching high school when I stopped. So just that transition is very critical. But now that the operations in Iraq and Afghanistan are mostly over, many people may think that there might be less of a need for a program like UTR. But as you mentioned, there's frequent TDYs. Even in peacetime service, there's a significant amount of family separation. What are some of the programs that United Through Reading is doing now? You mentioned the app. What are you looking at as far as support for military families moving forward, say, the next 10 or 15 years? Yeah, absolutely. We we do have our mobile reading app that anybody can download and use today. We have ebooks in that app. So for example, if you're a service member who's currently away from your family, you can download that today, record one of our ebooks in the app, send it to your family, and we'll send the physical book to the family so they can follow along. Getting physical books into the hands of kids is a core value of what we do at United Through Reading. And so you can go on our webpage and request a free book, and we'll send you a free book today to get started with your United Through Reading Library. We also recognize, right, we are 98% military spouses and veterans on our employee side. And so we know that separations due to military service aren't just deployments. We know it's those TDYs, it's those three-month assignments, it's sometimes it's geo-batching because a move doesn't line up with the end of the school year. And so we really encourage folks to use United Through Reading, to build a United Through Reading video library of storytelling time so that they're prepared for events like that, especially our National Guard and Reserve families. We've done really specific outreach to those communities over the past three or four years and seen big growth in National Guard involvement in our program because we know they go away for drill weekends and that's a weekend without mom or dad. And you can use United Through Reading to stay connected through that time. And we've seen more frequent mobilizations of those National Guard folks with COVID and some of the unrest that's happened over the past two years. And we don't want those families to lose those connections just because those folks are serving their country and their state and their communities. And so really, United Through Reading is for every day, just like how reading is for every day. We are about that connection and those literacy supports for military kids. And so we know that just because we've seen those drawdowns in Iraq and Afghanistan, that there's still a present need 
to support these families and keeping them together through reading. And it's not necessarily just for the core military family. I'm thinking about, we were stationed in Colorado. We now live in Colorado. Kids, grandparents, my parents are in Missouri. My wife's parents are in Tennessee. So one of the aspects of military family is you remove yourself from family of origin. So this is a way for families of origin to connect to say their grandchildren, nieces, nephews. It's not just for the military parents. Absolutely. And actually, our app is available for active duty component folks and for veterans. So if you're a veteran, you can download our app and you sign in through Troop ID, just like you do for some of your military discounts with retailers, and you can record a story and send it to your grandkids. We are really excited about the fact that we can serve the veteran community in addition to the active duty and National Guard and Reserve community. And so we love to see folks reading to their grandkids. And it's really about connecting with the special kids in your life. It doesn't have to be your kids. It's reading to them as a way to, like we said before, step away from the fight or step away from your military duty for a moment and remember your broader community that supports you and a way to brighten up a a child's life for a day plus. And so we are so excited to see folks read to their friends' kids, to their grandkids, to cousins, to brothers and sisters. We have a family right now who have, I think, five kids. Dad has been on multiple deployments and a year away in Korea and things like that. And his, they've used United Three extensively and have seen it support their kids' educational development who've been struggling with reading issues and dyslexia. Their oldest has now joined the Navy. And now he uses United Through Reading to send stories and books to his brothers and sisters. And so that generational reading practice gets us really excited here at United Through Reading. Now, I think that's a great point. And that was actually something that I was going to bring up is that so often the military has become a family job. My father was a Vietnam veteran. Both me and my younger brothers are Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. So we're multi-generational. Like many service members and veterans, I can trace my military heritage or lineage back through several generations that now we're in the next generation. And, and honestly, the third generation going into the global war on terror, but these are military kids who are growing up to join the military who understand the benefit of that connection and then will be able to continue that connection with their own children. Oh, yeah. There's been some great research out there about the percentages of military kids who join. So we know that when we support the educational development of military kids by getting books into the home or encouraging families to read together, we're positively impacting the the future of the force. And, you know, that that's probably a little bit of an untapped topic on our side, but it's been really exciting to see work from our partner organizations like the National Military Family Association and Bloom Military Teens. They came out with a report at the end of last year that talked exactly about this, some of the struggles that military teens have in particular, and why it's important for us as a community to focus on military kids as a military readiness issue, not for today, but for tomorrow. You know, I absolutely agree. And I love the work. I, I love reading, number one, but I also love the work that United Through Reading is doing. If people wanted to find out more about UTR, how they could get the app and things like that, how could they do that? So our website, unitedthroughreading.org, has all the best information. If you want to go straight to downloading our app, you can visit utr.org app. 
or you can search for United Through Reading in the Apple, the Google Play Store. We we are even on the Kindle, which is great for some families who use that Kindle Fire as like a kid-appropriate tablet device. You can just load all the stories on there. They can watch mom or dad whenever they want. So that's the best place to find us. But we are also all over social media. We would love to hear from folks what your favorite books are to share. We're always looking for new ideas for books. And so that's one of the calls that we put out on social media from time to time, especially those families who've used United Through Reading, who see the importance in reading, or who are looking to start a reading routine. Visit us at unitedthroughreading.org and we'll help you get started. That's great. I will make sure that all of those links are included in the show notes. Josie, it was great to be able to talk to you today. It was great to chat with you, Joy. Thanks so much. Once again, we would like to thank this week's sponsor, PsychArmor. PsychArmor is the premier education and learning ecosystem specializing in military culture content. PsychArmor offers an online e-learning laboratory that's free to individual learners, as well as custom training options for organizations. You can find more about PsychArmor at psycharmor.org. One of the points that I would like to reiterate is simply how great a program like United Through Reading is for all involved. As we mentioned in the episode, of course, the child gets a video of their parent reading a book and the book itself, a great way to connect a parent separated by distance, but it's a welcome break from the realities of military life, as Josie said. As a service member, when you're deployed or on temporary duty for an extended period of time, the job is, and arguably should be, 24 hours a day. The folks that you hang out with are the folks around you, the troops that you're with. One of the things that we don't often talk about is the extreme lack of privacy. On the majority of my deployments, even as a senior enlisted leader, my quote-unquote room was a large tent that I shared with at least six other people in my platoon. We built plywood three-quarter walls to designate some of the space, but it was still six dudes in a big tent. You eat together, you work out together, you do everything together. This is part of the extreme bond that forms with those who serve together, but can also be extremely tiresome. Sometimes you need a break, like when you go in some small room, shift from the always-on military mentality, and make little bear and cow noises while reading a book for your kids. And nobody's going to give you crap for it if they hear it, because they probably have kids at home too. It's a welcome respite from the pressures of deployment or temporary duty. In the same way, as Josie said again in our conversation, it's a way for the non-deployed parent to engage with their service member in a non-military way. I think back to when I called home or connected with my wife while I was on deployment. How was your day or week? How was my day as much as I can talk about? What do you need? What do I need? She doesn't want to tell me about the garbage disposal acting up, and I don't want to tell her about the soldiers who are acting up. We're trying to dance on the edge of normality, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I always thought the hardest thing for my wife was when I had to get off the phone abruptly because of something happening. I knew immediately whether I was safe or not, but she didn't. I was probably engaged in some problem-solving or emergency response. It was fully focused on what I was doing, but she had no idea of what was happening and no way to know and so her imagination probably ran wild. I would always reconnect or reassure when I could, but it wasn't always possible. For the stay-at-home parent to be able to have some peace of mind, some reminder that the person that they care for is not related to all that military chaos, but is the parent that everyone knows that they want to be, that's an incredible gift that UTR can give to families. The other point that I'd like to make is how important this mission is going forward. I know that I just talked about how beneficial UTR is during deployment experiences, but as Josie mentioned in this episode, this isn't just for combat deployments. Those who serve in the Navy and Marines are gone all the time. Ships will go to sea for 10 days to two weeks every month in preparation for deployments, 
and extended deployments on ship can be six to nine months, every year and a half or so. In the Army, we call that preparation time going to the field and then deployments that are still happening to Europe, to Asia, to the Middle East, to North Africa. Josie mentioned TDY several times, temporary duty. As I've mentioned before, there wasn't a year between 2006 and 2013 that I wasn't gone for all or part of the year. There was one year that I was supposed to be home for a quote-unquote reset, 2008. The unit that I was assigned to had returned in December of 2007 and scheduled for a deployment in 2009. However, the Army, in its infinite wisdom, decided that it needed to send me on a four-month temporary duty, so the one summer I was going to have with my family, I spent in a hotel room with Delaware while my family stayed in Colorado. Josie also mentioned geo-batching, or being a geographical bachelor, which is when the family lives in a different location than the service member. Maybe it's temporary because you don't want to pull the kids out of their current semester and the family's going to be separated for three or four months until the end of the school year. Or it's a hardship assignment like Korea in which a service member is stationed overseas for a year on a non-combat assignment but still separated. There can be hundreds of reasons why families would choose to live separately that have nothing to do with the strength of the relationship. We anticipated needing to do it at one point in my family as I was going to take an assignment in order to return to Colorado, but wouldn't you know it, I deployed to Afghanistan instead. The point that I'm trying to make here in the middle of all this I, me, my military stories is that just because the military is no longer engaged in named conflicts doesn't mean that a core aspect of military life, family separation, has gone away. Supporting an organization like United Through Reading is just as important now as it was 15 years ago and will continue to be. So check them out, take advantage of their programs, and support them if you can. For this week's Psychomer Resource of the Week, I'd like to share the Psychomer course 15 Things Military and Veteran Kids Want You to Know. Similar to PsychArmor's cornerstone 15 things service members and veterans want you to know, this short on-demand video brings the voices of military-connected youth to life and allows us to take important steps towards cultural humility when interacting with these resilient and amazing kids. If you're working with service members and veterans, they likely have a family, and part of that family is young. Let's not forget about their unique needs when addressing the needs of those who are serving or have served. You can check it out by going to a link in the show notes. So thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Make sure to take a look at the show notes, which you can find in your podcast player of choice, as well as at psychomer.org forward slash podcast. You will find the link to everything we talked about in today's show, as well as hundreds of online training videos delivered by nationally recognized subject matter experts who are committed to educating the civilian community about military culture. All of these courses are free to individual learners. Thank you for joining me on this episode and for continuing to join us on this journey. You wouldn't be listening if you didn't care, and it's that curiosity and passion for supporting service members and their families that we want to encourage and increase. Come back each week for another conversation, and make sure to engage with PsychArmor on social media to let us know what you think about the show. I'd like to express special thanks to Operation Encore and Navy Seahawk pilot Jerry Maniscalco for our theme song, Don't Kill the Messenger. This show was produced by Headspace and Timing, and all rights to the show remain reserved by PsychArmor. Feel free to share the show. In fact, we would like for you to do that, but make sure you let folks know where you heard it. Join us next time for another great episode. And until then, stay aware, get educated, and be well.